Yo, how are my levels? Uh, Avicii. Bah, 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 bah. Talk a bit. <clears throat> Hello, one, two, three. Let me open up my... Oh, Joe, your levels are perfect, man. Are they perfect? Yes, dude. That's Congrats. So, there was a thing, a box that was checked in Skype that was automatically adjust levels. Mm. That, sorry, I just t- took a big gulp of protein. Yeah, I made it. I went to the gym already today. I'm so stoked wow. on myself. Oh, I, man. Um, Mark, no, I want to just take a second to just... Fuck yeah. Yeah, you're, thanks, you're dude. I, I, um, I, I'll be honest with you and our listeners. Like, fuck, this last week I've, I've been kind of like a mutt. So I needed to just break this the cycle. Like, I've been no staying shock. in bed till like 11 and just like being on my phone for like an hour and a half in the morning. Just like really despicable unbecoming behavior so i just yesterday i went for a crazy run and last night i was like just wake up get back on the momentum train so i think i'm back on dude i love that dude the guy's crushing a shake it looks nasty it's all kinds of purple and no it's just from the glare of like the morning light and uh, my computer it's really good it's chocolate i fucking love protein shakes looks like you made it last week it's got this like (laughs) it's got like a nice a nice film yeah exactly (laughs) like an yeah. off shade of brown purple and i got my cup of joe good morning dude good morning man it's yeah. really nice to see you well, um, it's not really it's it's 11 for me so yeah it's not, good morning good yeah. afternoon wherever our listeners are tuning in um thanks for joining us this is uh best friends catching up the mark and joe show I'm joe and i'm mark Let's go. Straight up, now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Oh, oh, oh. Or is it just the hit and run? Hey, we got a good thing. Nice, okay, perfect. I'll let you know if they skyrocket again, but I could just use my crazy editing skills to uh, figure that out. Uh, so, ba- sorry um, for that little technical delay, folks. Back to your bout of muttery. <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of sick. I think I poisoned myself. Oh, shit, son. You know, there's this this chicken I had cooked. Yeah. It just kind of had been around for a while. And I was just, <laughs> as mutts will do, you know, I was just feeling lazy and I wanted to eat the chicken. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know 100% if it was the chicken. It wasn't, in all honesty, that old. Like, I've eaten older chicken. Yeah. But, but um, I got food poisoning. Wow, son. I had a bit of a bout of a pukey and a, a pukey bum. Dude, can I, uh, can I tell the story of fourth year, the rice incident of 98? Oh, my God. Okay, so back in fourth year, it was me, Joe, Emil, and Kieran oh. living, in, living in the Honey Gables, a, a nice little house uh, in Kingston. Um, and uh, Tessa Spicer used to... Uh, she was a saint. She would bring – I forget the name of the program, but they would bring like unused food from the cafeteria to uh, some of the shelters around Kingston. And Very, very noble work. Yeah, uh, incredibly noble by, by Teebsy. And um, one day they had just like an extra huge vat of rice that they didn't – that they didn't huge. eat. The, yeah, a huge vat, like like an industrial vat, like for a big, big, like eighty person buffet, and she it wasn't eaten at the homeless shelter. So, um, Tess brought it over to our house. She was like, "Yeah, you guys can crush this. Like it would, it would just be going in the garbage." So we're all pretty stoked. We all have a big rice night. I don't know. We eat rice. Maybe somebody eats it again the next morning. A rice night? Yeah, sure, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like we all mucked it. We were stoked day day one. Stoked day two. Out of my life. Day two. <laughs> day two. The vat stays out on the kitchen counter, and maybe we pick at it once more. Uh, Joe, I think you were pretty strapped for cash at this moment, oh, and so and Joe pretty much just went in on this rice for about. I don't know, four days straight, unrefrigerated, rice, day five. We start to question Joe's uh, Joe's decision and all of this. We friggin' I think we took was, the li- – Let's be – okay, I, it's not like I was just sitting there with a big old like fork just eating it out of the vat. Yeah, you like, were scraping it off the – you were scraping I, I, it off the top. <laughs> no, no, but I was repurposing it. I made yeah, nice, of course. Rice and bean burrito. I was making like – I was getting creative. It, the food tasted good. Mm-hmm. I just 
perhaps utilize the ingredient a bit too long. Also, we could have just put that shit in the fridge, but but it was like a huge tub. It was, so was a, really no room. Not a, <laughs> so day five, we finally throw out the rice, and I swear to God, the bottom of it was congealed and smelt foul and it came out like a brick it came out like a huge brick the size of like a like an elementary school desk and uh and and from that point on joe is pretty much bedridden for 24 hours just yeah oh the food poisoning to the nth degree man oh you were of sainthood that was when i pretty early in the days of when i met nicole just my current girlfriend yeah and i remember just I was staying at her place that night and she took great care of me. Yeah. Good for her. She is a saint. A couple saints, those girls, Tess and Nicole shout outs. Shout out. Um, and you know who else is a saint? Who's also, who's also a, a woman, a female, a girl called probably one of the coolest girls I know is our guest today on the pod. Lindsay motherfucking Ray is coming on the pod. She'll give Mother Teresa a run for her money. Yeah, she will. And so like and Sacagawea and like friggin' I don't even know who else. Harriet Tubman, move over. Yeah. We got we got Lindsay Ray. Lindsay Ray coming down the coming down the pipe. She um to my knowledge, uh, and we're about to bring her on the pod. We haven't spoken to her yet. She just created uh just not created, completed a big backpacking trip around Europe. Like big. She's so well traveled that Lindsay. all right well we'll have to pick her mind we will and with that should we bring Lindsay on fuck yeah doing it right everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right everybody will be dancing and be feeling it right everybody will be dancing and we're feeling all right everybody will be dancing tonight doing it right everybody will be dancing and we're feeling it right everybody will be dancing hello hey one second i need to do video hey nice yo that's a sweet sweater you got Thanks. Yeah. The ro- Good morning. concert when I was maybe 12, 13. Oh, no way. Great. Oh, that's wicked. Morning, Lindsay. Good to see you. Good morning, everyone. Yeah. Hello. Welcome on Welcome on the pod. Girl powers, right? Yo, yeah. You yeah you're, uh, you're our first um, girl or female guest on the pod. Yeah. I don't know if that I could say girl. That's so and I'm honored. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Good to have you on. So you... You uh you just got back from Europe like what a cu- like a week ago a couple days ago. Uh, okay, I got back from Europe a week ago. I missed a flight, oh. and so I ended up. Oh, it was brutal. Not really. I booked a hotel. I was like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> but I came home, and I was home for maybe twenty four hours, and then I had to get on another flight down to Reno because my sister was getting married. Right. So she got married oh. in the Black Rock Desert, like where Burning Man happened. So it's really. That's... I thought you were going to say you just had an itch to gamble. <laughs> Honestly, we crossed the border with my mom and dad in the car. And, like, I I don't think the U.S., like, knew that my sister was getting married. Um, and so we're all kind of stressed. We're like, okay, we're going to cross the border. They're probably going to ask us, like, why we're going. And, like, I don't know, they'll probably interrogate us on, like, Carrie getting married. Oh. So we go across the border, and we are like, we drove down to Seattle, and then we flew. So it's, like, my mom and dad and just me in the car. My other sisters are in the U.S. already. And he's just like, yeah, what's the purpose of your trip? Oh, we're going to Reno. Okay, how much money did you bring? Okay, that's good. Yeah, have fun. And we're like, oh, he it's... just thinks we're going down there to gamble. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, true. <laughs> yeah. It is. Um, did, you, did you do any gambling or was it all? Honestly, hard? I'm a little ashamed to say I didn't. And uh, I don't be ashamed. Have. Don't be ashamed. Joe's a yo. You used to be a gambler. Don't even, dude. You did, man. You used to <laughs> no, be a. I did. Yeah, no, I did it. Did, weren't you, you though? In, I used to go in high school because it was fun, and I lived in Brantford. Yeah, but you, like and you we had fake IDs. We want to use them. Yeah, but didn't you like you you crushed gambling? Didn't you? I went to the casino 10 times. In my oh, life. oh, okay. I thought you were like a fiend. Make me up to be such a hound. Well, I, I, have, I don't know. I, I, I know have, people get like addicted to blackjack and stuff, especially if you're good at it. 
and I'm just addicted. Like I'm more competitive than anything. So as soon as I I won like a few times, I'm like I'm never going back. Uh, yeah, I just want to like winner. do a slot machine once. Like yeah. I just want to pull the handle and just. I know I probably won't win, but you. I have a dream, you know. I, I just want to that'd be so sick. Just win. The airport in Reno even has like slot machines in the airport. Oh. So if you're waiting for your flight, or once you've landed, you can, you know, boom, Yo, air, try and make- air, Airports always uh, sort of embody the culture of the country it's in. Like, for instance, I don't, well, maybe this is just everywhere in Europe, but in Heathrow Airport, there's just smokers, like rooms everywhere yeah. that, have, that have like glassed. Have you, do you remember seeing those, Joe, when we were on rugby tours? You remember that used to be a thing in restaurants, like a what, separate just, smokers, like glass room. When I was when I was really young, like when the restaurants first started to have to like no smoking inside, but there were still separated rooms that were like smoking. Do you remember smoking tables? <laughs> I bet, like, what if you're sitting beside I, the smoking dude, table? No, oh, I know. A- apparently, just exactly. inside the dude, my mom, area. my mom told me that apparently airplanes used to be. Like you could be yeah. sitting in the smoking section in the back of an airplane. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're one seat away from it, you're pretty much in the smokers section. They all still have those ashtrays. In I know, dude. I always think about how old airplanes Where are. Where are the ashtrays? And right in the handrest. Yeah, right like, in the handrest. On they've the like older plane. There's a little well. Yeah, they've like well, bit. they've like welded them shut or like fastened them. But yeah, they they welded a little metal plate over top. Like when I'm, I'm in, gonna a, look for those on my next. Or flight. they're they're Get very noticeable when you uh, when you go to the bathroom. They have like a legit one that like pulls out, and it makes you think how old that freaking plane is. Mm-hmm. Like they're not even putting those new ones. Like they're not even putting ashtrays on new planes. Oh, I feel like it's weird. I feel like I'm moving backwards. I feel like the past year I've taken so many flights. And I've never been someone to get, like, stressed on flights or, like, scared of flying. But I don't know what it is, but it's, like, the past, like, whatever, nine months, no, 12 months now. Oh, wow, it's December. Um, Let's go. I just feel like, honestly, every time I get on a flight, I'm like, oh, like, what's going to happen? Like, oh. I've taken so many flights. Maybe this is the one that something will happen. True. You I know have what? no idea why. Like, you know what's a, statistically, you know what's a great, uh, that's pretty – Go ahead, Mark. Oh, I was just going to say – Statistically, you're not wrong, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, like, like, like the more flights you take. Am yeah. I way off base with my timeline here? But I'm just realizing it's December. We At were this together time last this time year, last year. Yeah, yeah, we were actually. I have like Google Photos, and it gave me a little like, remember this day one year ago, and I think Joe is a photo of you in a garbage bag poncho. On the Santa Cruz hike in Peru. Nice. <laughs> that hike, Lindsay, was amazing. Yeah, Lin- amazing. Lindsay, can we just take a moment to let our listeners know how much of an ox Joe is when it comes to hiking at altitude? Okay. It's like... <laughs> I have a whole other story for you after this hike with him. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, Joe's a beast when he's hiking at altitude. He's pretty much just running up at 4,000 meters. Every day, like we were hiking for four days straight, we'd all leave at the same time. Joe is usually like almost like jumping, just like, I, I need to get walking. I need to get walking. And we'd leave. And he would, our porter would leave like probably an hour before us sometimes, like with the donkeys. Joe would like beat the porter. Like he'd get ahead of the porter, and the porter's the fast person. Yeah, he's it's like he's like the local. Is like yeah, what yeah, the fuck? Like, yeah, but he's like, got five donkeys, no. Shepherd. Let's True, but still, like I don't know. I feel like most of the time you don't beat the donkeys. But it all worked out except that one time where I yeah. Like, so that's what I'm getting to. <laughs> so, like the whole time we're hiking, like yeah, Joe would just be gone for hours. Like, hours ahead of everyone. The rest of us are just, like, <gasps> like breathing at altitude, trying to go up and down and up and down. Meanwhile, Joe, like, would just be, like, you know, laid out on a rock. Like, oh, how, how are you guys doing? You guys look a little tired. Yeah. I'm like, I've been here for an hour and a half. And you're like, fuck you. I've been walking this whole time. And I'm exhausted. <laughs> so, yeah. on the last day of the hike, it was, like, pretty flat way out. It was, like, kind of, it's, like, the end of our hike. Or I think it was the second last day, maybe. So we had one night of camping at this last place. Yeah, and the second next last day. The last yeah. day was a super short day. Yeah, and this one was a long day, but it was a flat hike. And like, once again, Joe takes off in the morning. And 
uh, I'm trying to think like at one point, I think the trail like splits in a way and we just couldn't see Joe anymore. Like, oh. usually you see him, <laughs> like he has this bright yellow or bright orange. Yeah. Too gone. So normally you can kind of be like, Oh, there's Joe over there. Like, Oh, maybe he's there. Yeah. So like first, yeah, we just like couldn't see him. It had gotten foggy. And so like, our guide was kind of like, have you guys seen Joe? We're like, no, I mean, we haven't seen him for hours. Like, it's kind of normal. But, like, normally we can see him in the distance maybe or, like, yeah. he'll kind of wait around for someone. And then, yeah, so we kind of, like, all went off. Our guide, like, went, like, left, right, up, down, like, all over the place. Like, just he moved so quickly and was just looking for Joe. Mm-hmm. We're like, this is strange. Like, okay, well, I mean, he's definitely not in this area where we were. Um, so we like all kept walking and we're just kind of like, well, hopefully we'll see Joe. So we eventually get to the campsite after like pretty much most of our day of walking, no sign of Joe, like absolutely nothing. We get to the campsite and the porter's there. We're like, Joe's not there. Oh fuck. What the fuck? Like Joe's been gone for like hours. Like he, I don't know. It's kind of hard to make a wrong turn. Like there was one area where a guy was looking for him. That's the area where you might get lost. But like after that, it's just like a trail yeah. in a valley along kind of like a. Yeah, but I've been I've been hiking with Joe. He doesn't usually stick to the trail. He's usually running up and down <laughs> ridges like a freaking goat. Well, the real yeah, the real shock though was when we were like, okay, we'll find Joe at camp. Yeah, that's usually how we uh, find him at the end of the day. He's already there, like relaxed, like has a tent set up, just chilling. Get there, he's not there, and we're just like. <gasps> Joe's gone. So our guide is like, you could just see his eyes like widen. And he's just like, oh shit. Because like a a Canadian went uh, missing there like a couple months ago, didn't he? Exactly. Yeah, like like on the exact track. People were were still out there looking looking for for him him. while we were on the hike. I know. That's spooky. You know what's crazy? I feel like every so often it like comes into my mind and I think about it. And so I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going on in that case. And I just want to know what happened. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, maybe losing lens. Okay, nice. Okay, continue. Sorry, we just kind of broke up there for a second. It broke for a sec. But yeah, Yeah. no, it was like red alert for our guide pretty much. It was like, okay, Joe is somewhere, not here. And I think he was like, you know what, I'm going to, I think he like headed back into town, like headed, like it was like, I'm maybe he went, finished the hike and went past the campsite, like missed the stop at our campsite. Just fucking Sorry, powered guys. through. Joe, oh. I, I got to the camp like pretty close to when and after you guys got to the campsite. Yeah. So I okay. think like our kid was getting ready to go yeah. and like he hadn't, we'd been in camp for like five or 10 minutes. We'd realized Joe wasn't there and it was like. We'd, I think we'd all hike like 15 or 60 kilometers that day. And we're just like pretty, pretty dead. Mm-hmm. And then our guide's like, okay, you know what? I have to go. I'm going to head into town. And like before he even left, Joe just walks up in the other direction from the end of the hike. And he's like, oh, hey, guys. Like he was like sweating. And he was like, <laughs> oh, good. I found you guys. And we we're like, where have you been? And he's like, well, like, Joe, you can go with this part. Yeah. So. <laughs> Man, honestly, it was the other – it was just a perfect storm. There's no, like, fork on this trail. It's just a single trail, and there's, like, sheer mountains on either side of you. Like, you're in the valley. There's nowhere to go wrong. Yeah. It's impossible to get lost, basically. Sure. But oh, it's not impossible. Yeah, but I, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty vast. Yeah, sh- I got you, though. Okay. I, can, I can picture it. And I'm, go- and I'm hiking away, and I, there's this other tour guide, like another uh, porter. But he's for another group, like a private group that's kind of been hiking around the same time as us. Um, and I say to him, like, is this our campsite? Because we normally camp close to them, but like not right beside them. Um, and I said, and he goes, no, it's just a bit further up. And he says, it's one hour further up. <laughs> In my broken Spanish, that's what I understood. Nice. Mucho gusto, I, then you said. I'm, I'm going. Obviously, you can't see, like, no one's there yet. So it's like, oh, is this clearing where we're going to camp? Is this clearing where we Like, I have no idea. So I just thought, like, I don't know what I was thinking. I just didn't want to stop. I just didn't want to yeah, stop. Yeah, dude, so you're a really fucking care. energizer bunny, man. You just rip. Literally. Dude, I was, I was I hiking. I did not. Just, <laughs> I was hiking and it just starts going downhill, downhill, downhill. Cause like we've gone up, up for the first half. So mm-hmm. now we got to kind of go back down to get back into the, this town. That's at the end. And you start running. And, oh, and I'm going down <laughs> and I'm going down 
I'm like, oh man, like this is getting pretty rocky and like, like cliffy kind of like, I don't think we're going to be camping here, but I don't know why. I was just like, I'm going to keep going. And <laughs> I kept going and eventually I see, I like, I think about one or two kilometers before I turned around, I'm like, I'm almost certain I'm overshot it. But I was like, fuck it. I'm making it to the end of the park. Like, I want to make it to the end of the park. And so I walked all the way to the end of the park. I walked like an extra eight kilometers each way. Well. So I did an extra 60. <laughs> Jesus. And, dude, the most fucked part is that <laughs> there was like a thousand meters of elevation. Yeah, because you went down and then from, you. Because uh, I was going down, down, down. So on the way back, I literally was like probably the steepest upwards hike of the whole Trip, and what, and do, what elevation is this at? It's not that like, high. Not that high. Okay. At the highest, yeah. it's like thirty. Okay. 40, no, I think it was forty-three. Was the highest oh. or forty-six? That that was. But that was like the up, and then that was the. I think that was day one or day two. We went up forty-six hundred meters. Also, for uh, clarification, everyone, this is in where was it? Juarez, Peru. It- Juarez, Peru. Juarez. The Santa Cruz Mountain. Juarez. Yes. So, yeah, you just ripped it all the way back. Were you dead when you got back to camp? And on my way back, I did kind of start to think, like, if they get there and I'm not there, they're going to start freaking out. And, like, that's pretty fucked up and, like, not really fair to the tour guide and shit. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I need to get back. But I, I I was starting to get pretty tired. I won't lie. But I just dialed in, man. I got my music in. Yes. I would just, I would like hike during the, but when the chorus came, I was oh. like running. I was running. Wow. And I was just, it's so steep. Like it's, it's better to put in like short little bursts of like yes. good speed and kind of go your way up than to just slog like every step slowly. Dude, this is getting me fired up, man. <laughs> man was, you you could make like a, mo- like a, like a non-dramatic movie about this, but dramatic in a sense. You could do like a silent film with just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so no, I saw Tarantula too. That was oh. when I saw Tarantula. Yeah, okay, that's back. what I was just thinking about. I was like, did he see a spider? Dude, I showed the guide. I'm like, <laughs> like, look, I saw a Tarantula and I like took a picture of it. And he's like, he's like, man, you got pretty close to that picture. He's like, those things jump. <laughs> I was like, like, all right. Like, I always thought Tarantulas were chill. Yeah, right. they're pretty slow moving. Lindsay, yeah. do you know it's what like spider big... is in Spanish? Oh. Sorry, like sorry to put you on the spot. Something yeah, would... Arachnid. Arachnido. Something like both of those combined. Nice. <laughs> Lindsay... Mark, the last little touch of motivation. When I was doing that hike back up, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't know, because I just like making these little games in my head when I do do that kind of stuff. It's like, man. People like died in World War One. Like, oh this yeah, is fucking, yeah, that's good you know, for like, gut check moments, man. To really just compare like, yeah. over the like into sh- yeah ninety nine point percent chance of dying, and you just you know it, mm-hmm. and you just got to jump over. And you're like, yeah. Okay, it's easy to like put things in perspective when you yeah. That's what. Yeah. Not to tie this in. Not to tie this into Joe Rogan, but uh, he said <laughs> he, he said Joe Rogan says that the way he digs so deep when he's exercising, like the way he really just absolutely gets everything out of the tank, is he imagines like somebody is about to like kill his family and he he has to like protect them. <laughs> it's like fight or flight. Yeah, he's just he, he, uh, good save, Joe. Um, like yeah, that, eh? yeah, that was, that was, that was swift. And I got into a little pickle because I always want to turn off my ringtone for these pod for these, uh, podcasts, obviously. I mean, of course, yeah, no doubt. This but is a professional I'm outfit. A chronic phone loser. So I always am afraid to turn my volume because then when you lose your phone, you won't be able to call it. Yeah, man. I need, you to know what you my- also, you know, you're not only a chronic phone loser, well, I guess this tie this kind of goes hand in hand, but you're a chronic phone non picker upper slash responder. <laughs> I think, dude. I think over the last twenty five times I've called you, no joke, and in a row you have not picked up. Sorry, to, sorry, everybody. Is it because he can't find his phone, or is it because he's like watching the phone ring and he's like, "Ah, it's Mark." I that, don't want to talk. See, that's <laughs> yo, Joe. You better yo, say it. You want me to come clean? Right come now? clean, full honesty. I, I'm a big. I'm a man. I can take it. Honestly. If you if I'd missed the last twenty five calls, probably twenty three of them were because I didn't have my phone with me and 
too. Yeah, okay. sometimes I can take that. That's a good race. That's a good race. I just know you're going to chew me out. It's like getting a call from my dad. <laughs> I, n- I never I n- your phone. <laughs> I never chew you out for that long. It's usually like a solid 45 second to minute chew sesh. I like to just surprise you with a random callback, like at a, at a random time of my choosing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, uh, Lindsay, I've got to ask: Are you planning on going to Burning Man again this year? Oh, I have no idea just yet. I feel like every year I always try and get tickets, or at least just get them, because like the tickets are in such high demand that. Mm-hmm. No matter if you get them, you can literally wait until a week before, two weeks before, if you want to go or yeah. not go, and yeah. you'll get your money back. Nice. Um, so that, like, that's my motto is I always try and get tickets and just kind of like see where I am in the world and like what's going on, if I can take time off or yeah. just if I have wow, enough money, if I can make it work. I so might it's be just in like, Bangladesh, yeah. but I'll still get tickets. <laughs> yeah. Ah, no <laughs> Nepal. <laughs> um you've been uh it was is it three years now that you've been in a row with your sis four years in a row now whoa that's so sick you're you're a burning man veteran i know it's kind of like crazy how it sneaks up on you like that i didn't really never really thought about are you wearing like like a dress made of flowers and like no absolutely not you you've got a bandana and a bike though like that's like those are have a bike yeah my bike was gifted to me by one of my friends here in vancouver i was like fuck like my burning man bike doesn't work i think it was like maybe two weeks before the festival and i was like shit like i have to do like either a like a huge mechanic overhaul on the bike i have now which i do not have the skills to do Mm -hmm. or b i have to get a new bike so I was just talking to one of my friends, but he's like, oh, I have a bike that I don't use. And I was like, are you sure? I was like, "You, it won't be in the same shape when you get it back. I was like, can I decorate it? He was like, honestly, go crazy. I never use it. So I have this sick, like, unspeed bike. Oh, that's wicked. And it's been out there for two years now, and it's in, like, perfect shape. So. Oh, hell yeah. Shoutouts yeah. to your friend. Thanks, yeah. Liam. Yeah, Liam, you're <laughs> yeah, a legend. Liam, you eat. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty nice having friends, eh? The perks. The perks of the perks. The perks. What uh, okay, what would you say is a must if you're a first time goer to Burning Man that you didn't prepare for or something like that the, the first time you went? Like now you're a vet, you kinda know the ropes, but if you can yeah. recall your your first Ooh, time. Hard to say. I definitely like ugh, I feel like I don't deal well with like ambiguity and like the unknown Mm -hmm. and so like when i was going into my first year i literally like asked one of my friends like siblings that had been i think the year before two years before i was like can we get coffee so i can like go over my packing list with you and like what i need to bring what to expect and so i honestly feel like my sister and i were like quite prepared my sister is like the she's extremely outdoorsy so like you could drop her down in the middle of the woods and she would survive and she'd make you like a michelin star meal oh out nice of, like, out of port- portobellos and cedar <laughs> yeah, cedar exactly. trim so like that kind of like element of just being not i guess in a city or like you know like camping outdoors like extreme type thing like she has that covered i have maybe a little bit of that like i'm definitely comfortable with that sort of thing but she really is like the the nomad out mm-hmm. of the two of us whereas me it's like I'm more of like the organization. I get everything like pulled together. I make sure we leave on time. I make sure we have our grocery list. We're going to go here, 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 here. And so like when we got out there in our first year, again, we really had no idea what to expect. And you never will have any idea what yeah. to expect until you're actually out there. But I'm trying to think. I think one thing we absolutely forgot, we did manage to deal with it over the week. But we forgot, like, we didn't have kickstands on our bikes. Oh. And you could <laughs> off your bike, like, 20 times in a day. 30 True. times, 40 times. Like, you're biking along. Two meters, you're like, oh, that looks cool. Let's stop and let's go over there. Do you know how annoying it is to try and just balance your bike on two wheels? And then, on top of that... Well, no, no, it's not hard. It's impossible. Exactly. Yeah, it's impossible that, maybe- like, <laughs> Lindsay's trying to be, like, a master rock balancer with her... With Literally, her friend's bike, like just Burning Man. Things. She just, she just lets it go, hands away. Some, some wind gust comes by. 
actually. Fuck. And so, like, the smart cyclist would just be like, oh, flip your bike over and, oh. like, put the wheels up, right? Yeah, but then mm-hmm. you're yeah. – wait, wait, hold on. Why can't you just leave it on the ground? You can, but, like, I don't know. I feel like – That's not Burning Man etiquette. I don't know. I just Fair enough. Like, I don't know these like, things. Yeah. You keep your bike – you don't want to. Yeah. I guess you could just leave it. We definitely did leave it. Sometimes we're just like, fuck it. Like, no, I can't yeah. deal with this. But we couldn't do that because we had baskets on our bike to like flip them upside down. Oh, yeah. And okay, we also had baskets on our bikes too. So sometimes if you like yeah. leave them on the side, like everything just spills out. Shit, fall, fall so, like, out yeah. It's mostly ideal to have them standing. So we definitely like we, we would try and balance them together. So for like the first oh, few nice. days, every time we'd That's come sweet. out somewhere almost always fallen over <laughs> our baskets are crates and they're attached with zip ties and they would be like half broken off or snapped and this sort of thing look at us like day six we are like the perfect masters of balancing our two bikes we oh, know sick. how each of them works it's like yin and yang they come day together so perfectly <laughs> that's wicked what a skill honestly Lindsay, for yeah. someone who says uh, that you're a little bit anxious about the unknown and stuff. And <laughs> you're not as nomadic. Uh, you're pretty damn nomadic. <laughs> Coming from a girl who went down to a woman who went down to South America by herself. For God yeah, knows how long. For like, knows, like, yeah, what was it like six months or something? It was eight and a half. Eight and a half. And you, and by you just, herself, yeah. In South America. Yeah. But and guess she, what? She's not very not nomadic. nomadic. Yeah. <laughs> she's a little bit anxious she's, about the unknown. She's nor is she a master of Spanish. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> Lindsay is. Lindsay's Lindsay can make jokes. And she even know she she can even do the Spanish or the yeah, the laugh. Ja ja ja. <laughs> you did that <laughs> one time. <laughs> Dude, that's a true yeah. benchmark of <laughs> yeah. when you're if you yeah, you mucho gusto. That's pretty much the only thing I remember is mucho gusto. You can crack a joke and make a local laugh. Yeah, you're set. You're yeah, you're in. Do what I can, you know. And the, and hold on, you just went on a big a big trip too, eh? Through Europe. Did I already say that? I did. I did. I, I was in I yeah. know. I didn't well, I guess no, I that's did cool. you're, just, you're a wild child. You just let the wind take you wherever you may choose. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, yeah that's a yeah, put that on your We're Instagram bio. <laughs> yeah, that's Ooh, good. Yeah, that's a good I'm a wild child. That's wicked. Yeah, I was in Europe for three months this fall, just kind of like chilling. Yeah, nice. Been. What were some what were some uh I know it's like tough to pick highlights, but what were do you like some favorite cities or some favorite moments? Ooh. Well, okay, I went on a road trip for, like, two and a half weeks all the way down to Croatia and, like, through Croatia on the coast. That was awesome, beautiful. We were just, like, car camping. Nice, that's wicked. We were in these, like, little tiny cute campsites, and there's probably, like, ten spots for, like, tents and RVs and cars. And it was so perfect. Like, you literally just pull up. You're pretty much the first car in the beach, and then you just just chill there. The water's so nice. There's, like, cute little Croatian restaurants around and, like, the towns on either side of you. But I don't know. It's just, like, super relaxing, I think, and yeah. really nice water. What, obviously. What are, the, um, what are the cheaper countries in Europe to travel in? What are the more expensive countries? Oh, God. I don't even know. Um, I feel like Eastern Europe, I want to say, is typically cheaper. Um, Tommies. Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like Croatia parts of it can be cheap, but it is like really popular. That was, that was a delayed joke, eh? You're losing it, man. Delayed onset. I, you, I thought you said Tommy's. I was trying to figure no, that out no. for a second. Did uh, did you uh, who did you like meet up with anybody from school who's living out there? If there is anyone living out there, I, think. I just met up with the good old Kylie Peterson. Hell yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Wait, was she, she on her honeymoon? No. no, well, they went on their honeymoon in the beginning of September, okay. I believe, because she actually started school in London. Well, not started. Oh, no it's way. like her second year at school. Yeah. But this year it's in London. And so I don't think they had a lot of time to do a big honeymoon, but they had a nice little getaway um, for, I don't know, a week, a few days, um, somewhere in like the English countryside. Nice. And then she started school in September. But I went out and visited her in London for a week, I think. Nice. Yeah, it was really good. That's sweet. We did typical it, oh. squished London apartment. Our, 
Yeah. Clark still has her uh, track pants. Eh? So Yo, I'm I, actually. Hold whoa. on. Wait. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Kylie, if you're listening, he's he's wearing them. He's right wearing now. your track pants. Oh my god, they're a little tight around the tush, but <laughs> I worked out in them today at the gym. Shout you out to what? Kylie for. Dude. Remember, I I bailed in a pu- <laughs> I bailed in a puddle walking home from the bars. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they fit me pretty well. I don't know. That's just some in- good old English countryside <laughs> hospitality right there. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> Track pants are Beautiful. key, you know. Yeah. Good part. Yeah. Good part of the outfit. Yeah, the oh, classic. Mark, I ordered. Listen, hear me now. I ordered my. <laughs> I sound I like a priest. Or is this just for Mark? Did I take off my headphones? Yeah, Lindsay, earmuffs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I ordered my first freaking pair of Lululemon. Oh, pair. good man. I ordered a pair of shorts. I've just been thinking about it for years. Good for you. Wait, you... Or- go. But you just did it now? I, uh, like uh, on Cyber Monday or whatever. Whoa. Have they I come? Got, I got Cyber. Well, here's the deal. Oh, no. Canada Post. Oh, uh, classic! You got screwed. I ordered a I ordered a few things on Cyber Monday. I'm quite a frugal shopper, <laughs> and everything slowly comes trickling in and arrives. And these shorts, I'm like Lululemon. What the hell? Like I think they would be one of the first things that would arrive, but they still haven't come. So I go check my email and I like find the tracking number, and it says it's already been delivered like three or four days ago. What? I, I come in and out of the house every single day. Like I go by our mailbox, but I live in an apartment. It's a small apartment. It's only five. It's like a, it's like an old house converted into an apartment, but they must've just left it at the front. Like oh, somebody said, jack them. Oh, yeah. I messaged Lululemon. And they're like looking into it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm honestly just going to, if, if they try to say that like, it's my fault or something, like, are you kidding me? I've been wanting should- a pair of Lululemon apparel for two years i go into the store and like never buy anything because it's just too expensive and i'm a, like i'm Dude, dirt poor yeah and i just tease myself and now i finally get find the deal i get it i'm so excited and this is my first experience the guy just chucks it at the front like who does that anyway normally Dude, they that's they you should contact canada they, post uh, or whoever delivered it i know and i did well i contacted the lemmings i figured like their camp post is not going to care. They're like, yeah, they're on, they're on strike. They're just going to be like, uh, oh, fuck you, buddy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just going to say like, man, yo, yo, did you, let Joe, this be my first experience with you guys? Come did on. you, did you know, uh, here's, here's kind of like a hack for Lululemon. Um, well, I have a hack too. Nice. Could be the same one. Yeah, so, I know <laughs> pretty grifty. Dude. So they're like pretty much all the, um, like female employees at Lululemon have <laughs> what discounts? <laughs> yeah, dude, they have like a certain allowance to spend on dudes a month, and pretty much a lot of them don't do it. And it's totally like coach if you just walk in and sort of chat them up for a bit and say it's called like I love you man discount or something, and they it's forty percent off. Wow! So you just I go did in not there know that. Hey, really like the. I really like the way you uh, do your job. Can I get a, a, the I love you, man discount? Yeah, honestly, you just like you just got to kind of schmooze them a bit and you'll just Does get that the I love ever work for you and not like someone that you already knew. OK, so here. Yeah, here's the disclaimer. I've done, I've used that with somebody that I already know. But oh. but hold on. Hey, hold on. Hold your horses. She she works at uh, or she used to work at Lululemon. And she said that very often people would come in and ask uh herself and various other employees and they said they would they usually just would use it or do it so that's, interesting i wonder if that's, that's just like push the that's male product stuff. yeah just you trying walk to get into a lululemon outlet on like young street yeah, and you're like, like hey can off. i get your employee discount <laughs> listen buddy there's a line around the corner i'm not giving you no yeah <laughs> what uh, what's uh what's your hack Lindsay? my hack is uh i don't think i've bought anything from lululemon officially in maybe like I don't know three four years, and yeah. that's not because I've stolen shit, but yeah. <laughs> I just buy one quick product. Disclaimer. <laughs> quick disclaimer: I don't steal anything, <laughs> but I don't know. Like 
I think their quality has gone down a little bit since they first started, uh-huh. which I'm okay with it because they still produce nice things. Yeah. But I will, you know, I bought a pair of Lululemon leggings however long ago. They get a little tear in the side on the seam. Like the seam starts coming undone. I just go in and I'm like, hey, like, I never asked for a discount. I never asked for anything. I'm just like, do you guys have any like repair service to fix this? Oh, no, no, no it's fine. Yeah, I'll they, just give you a new pair. I've heard of that. Yeah, they just hook you up with a new one right off the shelf. But they're like the really? Otter Box clothing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I went in, I guess, a year and a half ago before I went traveling and I had these leggings. And, like, again, I, I literally didn't do anything. The like seam just started coming undone. And I was just like, I love these leggings, but like I know I could get so much more if I return them, and I'm not going to bring them to South America. So I went in. They're like, "Oh yeah, we we can just give you a gift card, or we can like give you the same ones if you want those." Now I was like, "You know, I think I just want to think about it because like the quality just wasn't that good." And I went in there with a pair of leggings. I came out with uh, a shirt, some shorts, a new sports bra. Oh, I just Jeez. go in. It's like Didn't it's you like once a- go in there with your friends' old leggings, like yeah. Yeah, you Very just call. Yeah, you, you got the Kijiji out out there. Like, you got a fray yeah. or rip? Yeah. Bring them down. Yes. Five bucks <laughs> yeah, it's serious. Honestly, Yo, that's though, a good. Like, that's a good idea. Obviously, you can't do it with like crazy old products. Like, I don't think yeah. you could go to a secondhand store necessarily and do it. Like, it has to be kind of relevant. And now mm. they have this like online system where they know what you've bought. And you're oh, like, that's yeah. They're yeah, just, I went, like no good, shit. Goodbye, but, hack. Yeah, I went to. I bought a pair of hiking boots those hiking boots i had when i was galloping around in south america and they i just i destroyed those things man i put so (laughs) many miles on those and uh they had a two-year warranty i bought them from mech and and they they were completely like the the rubber sole was coming unattached to the actual yeah and so they weren't waterproof at all i'd even like walk around like barely light rain and like my feet would get soaked even worse than like wearing a shitty pair of running shoes or something Wow. Yeah, so I take him. I take him in to Mac. It's been like a year and a half, right? So I, I still have half a year on this warranty. This lady's like, just like, well, you have worn them a lot. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? But and then she starts saying like, you haven't really bought very much stuff here. I'm like, oh, like what? what are you trying to say? Yeah, does your warranty only apply for like yeah high, high rollers or just balling? I'm sorry, out? I've only spent five hundred dollars here and not. I don't know what you want, like ten thousand. But <laughs> either way, I shouldn't be complaining because I got a brand new free. There pair you go. Everyone's a winner. Lindsay's getting stuff from Lulu. Joe's getting Mac stuff. I'm getting the best friend discount or men, <laughs> men friend discount, whatever it's called. I love you, man. Yeah, I love you, man. Great yes. flick. You know, we all, all got to do what we can to survive out there. Yeah, it's, it's an it, expensive. It world, is an expensive you know? world. Yeah, preach. That's don't ain't that the more truth. Yeah, remember those? I don't know if you ever saw them at their at their prime mark, but I had this pair of running shoes that I had for two and a half. Oh, years. are you One kidding me? I've hold on, hold a- on, hold on. You don't think <laughs> I've ever seen these at their prime, dude? These were your tattered ass running shoes that you friggin' patched up with patches of denim for like didn't you bring these to south america you definitely oh, yeah. brought these to south america. dude you, oh my yo, god yo, you, you took pictures of your your shoe on your foot with my camera like a bunch of different pictures if anyone is listening he literally patched holes yeah. on his shoes with denim yeah with yeah. denim I used, to, I used to tease nikki i'm like man these things are a work of art like once once they finally bite the dust i'm gonna like find some way to like frame these or something and put them up in the house she's like no she starts freaking <laughs> out right because he's like honestly doesn't know if i'm being serious because i legit love these things yeah that so was those like, things on, like fashion week summer. next year those things gave me a full other summer of work they were like sandals by the end i Did- stopped trying to patch them yeah they had two little strips of like the tougher plastic part that never ripped but all the mesh of the running shoes just completely gone ripped so i was like wearing these cool like athenian style sandals with like a nice <laughs> arch you know and, like, dude that's so <laughs> funny man i could actually picture that so well like all the mesh part is just deteriorated and yeah, you have just, like, like just the hard plastic of the running shoe that's that's <laughs> fucked man good for they you we're still so comfortable and like the 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 insole kind of shifted in this really weird way to support the new way the shoe was but it kind of just <laughs> deformed and like i just trimmed it a bit and oh man i did so many like little repairs but 
I know it was a little bit excessive, but I like you did love a man. When you have something you like, even if it's something that you like, whatever, even if you didn't love the running shoes, like I got an extra year and a half of use out of those after any normal person would have already thrown them away. Yeah, no, you did. Oh, you did. Usually when somebody gets a massive rip in their pinky toe, they throw the shoe out. It's goner. Putting denim on there is like the last thing you would think of. Hey, Joe, do do you still have them? No, I threw him out. Oh, what? Dude, you know what, Joe? You I, know what I was gonna say. You should have. Uh, it was um, like a big for Nikki. I like had. To no, Joe, really listen to me, man. You should have um, tied the laces together and chucked him over a power line like a like a true renegade. But you also should have got like some professional shoe photography done, and then you could like, you know, just yeah. just like a memoir. Photography. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting niche. <laughs> I guess people do take pictures of shoes. It's not ratty old ones yeah one man's you know, trash another man's treasure what's that ratty old shoes i got a squash game so i got a dip that's right so great to see you yeah, yeah you too yeah yeah, Lindsay, yeah i feel like i have so many more questions it's just like the tip of the iceberg honestly yeah. i'm totally down let's if you want to talk later today or anytime this week i want to hear more about your europe trip i want to hear yeah. more yeah, let's let's do it. i want to hear more about you guys and what you're doing yeah true Lindsay. thanks so much for coming on the pod and uh yeah we really appreciate it and i mean this Indeed. when i say it, you're like the coolest chick i know so put, put, you can put that on your so resume glad. if you want I'm so glad you're the first you can put me as a reference yeah. Oh, Yo, Lindsay, all you need to know about me, jobless bum. I love <laughs> wow, join the club! <laughs> Yay! All right, peace, homie. All right, bye-bye, guys. See ya. Later. And uh, that little catching up session with Lindsay is brought to you by the Pelican Fish Market and Grill. One of uh, it is. What's that? What's that? You ask. It's only the best fish market slash seafood restaurant in Ottawa. Owned and operated by a wonderful family, and staffed by some wonderful people. Mm. Go there for all your fish, fish needs. Anything fishy, you know? (laughs) If you think you're Spouse is cheating on you. Seems a little fishy. Go over there and uh, <laughs> <laughs> get yourself a nice piece of salmon. It'll take the edge off. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and yeah. Uh, if you do decide to go, I don't think anyone's claimed this puppy yet. But yeah. It's a ten dollar gift card. Yes. To any of our Ottawa listeners or anyone who wants to go on an epic road trip for a little ten dollar coop. Yeah, ten dollar Spe- coop. Speaking of. Uh, my cousin Sophie, big fan of the show, nice, is moving to Ottawa, and she said she'll be claiming a gift card when she goes. Dope. If no one else does. Shout out to Sophie. Go get that. Go get that gift card and get your fish on. <laughs> get your fish on. Get your fish on. Man, that was so nice catching up with Lindsay. Yeah, it was wonderful. She's wild, eh? She's Dude, all over the. Place. I know. She's so. She's so well traveled and like just so so cultured. It's too bad we had to cut it so short. Yeah, Damn. I I spoke with her a little bit afterwards, but um, I, ho- I hope so. Mm-hmm. Yo, um, more importantly, you finally saw Bohemian Rhapsody. I did, dude. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, and dude, I had like huh. it was like an ASMR session. I, I know. Just, up and down my body so many times. Oh my god, how sick is it, man? So good. It's yeah. Oh, that last like the first time they played Bohemian Rhapsody and the like just the whole final concert. Yeah. Honestly, like my fingertips were quivering. It was oh, amazing. Isn't it exciting as hell? Or when they uh when they first do another one bites the dust is sick too. That's a dope scene. Yeah. We don't want to give too much away for yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listeners, but obviously, you can expect that they'll do another one by Sadas and yeah. Bohemian in the Queen movie. Yeah, duh. I don't think it's you too can also, much. you can also. This isn't giving anything away to our listeners, but you can also expect copious amounts of darts, like an absurd amount of darts. Dude, is this what? It was another time back then. Eh? Like, I know it was just dart, dart, dart. It dart, was cool dart. to smoke. Now it's yeah. not. Yeah, it's cool to smoke like. 
a fat bong on the side of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not cool to smoke cigs, man. That's gross. Yeah. We're, I was at the movie with Nikki, and the guy who sat down beside her had just like obviously he, in his thinking, he's like, I'm about to go into a movie for two and a half hours, so I need to smoke a cigarette like literally as I'm walking in the door. Ugh. And he just reeked of cigarettes. Gross. Dude, but I felt bad for Nikki because she's like, she's more sensitive to like smells and stuff, not good, just cigarettes. She has a she's good got nose. a really good, good sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> but man, at the, by the end of the movie, she was like starting to get a bit of a headache. This guy oh, just that guy just a, he just dang. reeked of dank dirt. Oh, this guy, you know, he smokes in his car. And oh, what a you know, he's just sitting in the living room after a long day eating the freaking Michelinas with a beer oh. and just. Working his way through his second uh, pack a day. Uh, oh, Michelinas, dude. That was a blast from the past. I used to love those. <laughs> you know you know what I love doing with Michelinas? You kind of enhance them. Like you add your own veg and your own little meats and stuff. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> dude, that actually is genius. Yeah, you take back nice. this mundane, like Alfredo broccoli. Yeah. And you just- you get a little bit of a loose elbow and you start saucing things in there. Yeah, the elbow needs to be loose. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, man, I could talk to you all day, but I think... I, we got to wrap this one yeah. up. For in the interest of our uh, bandwidth on Apple Podcast or whatever. We got to wrap... Brevity. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I thought, I thought you'd like that. Ooh. <laughs> did you just say... Correct me if I'm wrong, but did you just say... It kind of cut out. Did you just say Brevity. That's a ten four, big buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Roger that. Uh, Roger that. That's a ten four. All right, Joe. Yeah, that's right. We should probably uh, wrap this thing up and uh, say ciao for now, and see you next week. And as always, call a friend. Yes. Go down the rabbit hole, and yeah, I you saw. You, it'll mm-hmm. be a great experience. Yeah, you saw how much fun that was uh, for me, Joe, and Lindsay there just catching up. Literally have not spoken to her. It's probably, uh, I can't really Since remember. Since we nomaded around with her yeah. in South Africa. Seriously. So, uh, yeah, yeah ring, ring someone up and uh, talk shop. And uh, as always, too, subscribe, rate, comment, if you please. We have our first three-star rating, eh? It's kind of cool. Ooh, yeah. I like that. I know. I like now it it's too. like not our friends rating. It. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Let's the, go. The jury's out. Let's go. All right, Joe. We'll talk. Uh, talk soon, bud. Peace.